So, we have to talk about public education and we need to talk about school site councils and the responsibility of the school site council as the councils across America actually have input into how the money is being spent as parents and community members for the word of accountability participate in the local control accountability process. I mean, how is it that we don't have local control for the African-American children? I mean, I'm just trying to understand. I really do need to understand here what we're talking about. You're inviting the black community out to have a conversation in regards to public services. What public services are you trying to have a conversation in regards to? Is what I'd like to know, because quite simply, we all understand where we are in America as African-American people. As we have been denied, we have been denied the opportunity to assess and evaluate and determine if the public school system or the services decided locally for our people are benefiting our people. That's just a how to close the screen door. That's just a simple analogy of the understanding of the outcomes and the maintenance of effort. You know, when the federal government has all these acronyms, you know, you should understand that they are intended to have outcomes. So, in looking to understand what just happened with the local approval, and I believe these are additional Head Start centers because I thought Ocelero only had one Head Start center. And I know only one Head Start center exists here as I have not been able to find any of the data that demonstrates how African-American children or children of color are accessing early Head Start. But the radio ad I heard just the other day was that they have 35 centers and they take children from five months to five years. Can you imagine that? Free childcare. And then I heard on a presentation from the Capitol, a senator was talking and talking about the concern as to why so many people don't understand that there is free childcare out there, especially childcare for pandemic relief. And you people can't even find childcare. And then on top of that, you have to understand that how it supports the person because the child care is free under Head Start and how that supports a family. They're not struggling to try to find child care out there. I mean, they have latchkey programs usually run by the city. But when I look at the overall data for the outcomes of maintenance, it's called maintenance of effort. The outcomes of the maintenance is measured and disaggregated and then presented to the public. You get me, boo? And as I have not seen a presentation of the current data, the inability of all children meeting basic standards, and I understand how the Nevada Department of Education has created this whole second class of completion for children who don't look like they're going to graduate. But, you know, first we have to start off and looking by every grade level to understand how many children have met basic proficiency. 
got me. They're at the 50th percentile for the reading the math for their children, for same age peers. Let's put it like that. Same age peers. But if your child is below basic and far, far below basic, and they have been given an IEP and you have not come to the table with the principal, the program specialist, a district response, a district, you know, person that's representing and then you need some other expertise areas like an OT specialist or you need to have a full educational evaluation just to determine how far your scholar has come since his entrance upon the public education system. And see, we have to hold accountable individuals for failed services as public education is the only option and the only means an individual will have to make it to the next level. You get me, boo? So if you are far, far below basic and you're in the ninth grade, do you honestly, 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 do you believe that you're going to get a letter grade that is going to affect the outcomes of your basic need. As I can say, if we're not working on the basics, we ain't working on shit. I don't understand. This is not free money that's coming to Nevada. It's not free at all. And I don't understand how my Negro people, my black folks, my formerly enslaved folk, whoever, children of color, don't understand that if they are not reaching their best potential by meeting grade level proficiency standards as educational, you know, conversation should go at the local level about how many children are making it. And if they're not making it, what the hell are you doing to ensure that you're going to bring up some children and help them meet the grade level proficiency? As 504 is an accommodation in the public education system, but special education is supposed to measure, monitor, and benefit the children who are receiving those services. And that's why we have IDEA 2004, written by Hillary Clinton. I mean, I just want you to understand this. We are all American citizens. And as African-American citizens, we have neglected the ability to participate in the public process. Yet and still, we are taxed as every other citizen who lives on the earth in America. You get me, boo? I don't know if you really get me. This is this is taxation without adequate representation as the violation of the due process rights of the individuals who have been transferred into the harbor have no educational content standards written within their IEP and never have because failure is an option here in the state of Nevada and we're talking about habitual delinquents when we put people in the harbor program simple as that what am I talking about habitual delinquent I'd like to know what that habitual delinquent looks like and I would love to understand what a habitual delinquent who has been denied access to his or her homeschool placement. I want to know what their 
data looks like. That's what I really want to know. I want to understand that they have the same opportunity as their same age peers would have who are not special ed. Do you get me, boo? I don't know if you really get me because you don't understand the intent behind special education. And I can't fault fault you for not knowing or not even understanding that measuring the outcomes of the services that are written within the IEP is called an individual educational plan. But it's got to be a plan, boo. I mean, you have to measure some actual achievement. So when I'm looking for how well the subgroups did in comparison to all the other subgroups in CCSD. Well, the African-American subgroup just has a, what did I say? A habitual delinquent issue as there's so many of them in the harbor. And as we discussed, not we, it wasn't me, but I did hear it in the presentation of the legislators talking about services for children who, what am I telling you? Service for children who need to graduate at grade level proficiency. As you know, my sister always tells me, well, darling, it's not that critical. As the state of California only expected an eighth grade proficiency standard. And understand me when I said they were pushing kids out with no proficiency standards as they had, what do you call this, modified the basic curriculum. And the children were not working at the same grade level as the children who were not in special ed. And, you know, this gifted and gate, yes, I understand gifted and gate, but the organization for the services for those children, wherever they may be, you really need to understand that we need to be able to talk about the lack of outcomes and the lack of maintenance happening for the African-American people in the state of Nevada, number one, looking at the past data to determine how many children actually had access to the early start. And as we understand that Tyrone Thompson, who was a legislator here in the state of Nevada, he, he was championing, you know, making this a real cause to ensure that early access would benefit all children. And when the African-American child was measured, guess what? They made the same proficiency standards as all other children here in Nevada. So how is it that we could roll the clock back and then put children in a position where there's zero accountability because they ain't receiving the same level of services? Why? Because these folks do surplanting well. Do you understand what I'm saying? Because there is a supplement and then there is a plant. And as for the supplements, the people who are providing those services to those children really have to understand. They have to document that the work is doing under Title I. And as a person who has operated at the district level, to be shunned and shut out without an invitation to the real events that are happening in regards to student achievement, well, kick me, boo. Kick me and wake me the fuck up. Really, the real reality is, is that African-American children all across this nation 
have been prohibited from having the same access rights as most children, especially if they have not been mentored by parents who understand that task completion is everything. As you need to understand, the grading policy here in Nevada was completing the assignments. That's it. They didn't establish any understanding of the support children would need who are struggling. And so therefore, they didn't have a different, um, let's see, all those children were just being treated the same. Let's put it like that. We use law enforcement very well here in the state of Nevada. And we also use the Department of Health and Human Services as children are deemed to be incompetent. And a judge will throw a kid in the system. And then we just miss children. I mean, because Nevada has the highest population of children in the foster care program. I just don't understand seeing 49% African-American children in the foster care program. And then understanding the harvest that was met with the children being taken away from their parents. As then the state becomes responsible to measure the support and benefits for those children as they were involved in the removal. I just don't get it. Because the coordination of the services within the Health and Human Services Department and the Medi-Cal, Medi-Meta, you know, Medi-Cal, because we have to understand what we're talking about. We're only talking about human behaviors here. Public education is a modification of human behaviors. Bing, bing, bing. Human capital. That's where we are. And as for the people who look like us, who are caught up in the harvest. Well, there are many people who want to discuss the harvest as we understand it. There are many people who are employed in public education who are failing the system, meaning that it has to be failing systems as we cannot see the data. So the word is e purvis unum. I don't mean there's one, but out of one, there's none. So who are you gonna be in 2021? Please like, subscribe and share. As if I can't get my podcast off the air or up, you know, out there circulating with people, then we can't change it because far too many of us are taxed and they pay their federal taxes and they have no input on the lack of outcomes and the lack of maintenance for the people who look like them. And people just generally don't accept that level of responsibility of citizenship as African-Americans have always strived to be real citizens. And we know that we have not been identified as such up until this date. As people can apply policies to you in your online experience that prohibit you from even using certain devices in your home if you don't get that stuff straight. You get me, boo? I mean, freedom has never been free for African-Americans. And as I understand Fannie Lou Hamer and other black women who, you know, attempted to help organize but when I know African-American men who were good at organizing were murdered publicly and America did nothing in regards to the murders it's just as if we continue to witness murders of African-American people then make it all right because they failed to comply is the word they failed to comply and if they only had complied they wouldn't be dead right now do you get it boo Compliance is not an offer of life, liberty, and the pursuit of that happiness. We're just trying to figure out where the compliance comes into 
play because I've seen so many children been ordered to get on the ground, the nasty ground, and spread them wide as they searched them. And even if they searched them and found nothing because they didn't have an ID, they could take their asses to jail. And that's just real. I mean, this is such a foul system when you start looking at the policies that are implemented in any subgroup. And you cannot measure the offer of a free and appropriate public education as we all need to concern ourselves with this taxation, with that representation is an issue and at issue and has been an issue our whole lives. But when we look at Whitney Houston and who else? Her daughter. And when we look at, come on now, even Smokey Robinson identified that he was troubled with the public education system here. Michael Jackson is no longer here because he had a message to send and that message was not well received and neither was a message from Prince as he was bragging about all that music that he had done while he was locked up with the slave thing on his face and shit and then all of a sudden he was dead and the people who had access to his music well <laughs> they're still the one in controlling you know the major dollars that are going and you have to understand this global perspective globally perspective wise what we're looking at is a global economy as we have to understand that you can go right on the website and buy something from Alibaba and if Alibaba's carrying it hell you're going to get it cheaper because coming directly from China but certain you know certain states or certain countries have relationships with America and they do you know, they have relationships, and so we share resources. But the negotiation and the ability for individuals to have a responsibility to ensure that access is happening for all children, color, irregardless. No, we can't, because we're working on this habitual delinquent. I'd like to know how many children were identified as I know children were moved away from their home school at the age of 11, permanently from their home school. And the most restrictive issue with that assessment, as they were moved, removed from their gifted and gate program, well, there was just no data that demonstrated they ever tried to provide a basic opportunity to learn, as there is no data and no evidence of a need as they do not hold manifestations hearings. It's called a manifestation hearing. And what is a manifestation hearing? Well, it's a hearing if your children get in trouble and it, you know, crosses the line, the legal line. Was it due to this child's disability that he acted out? Or was it something that this child's just doing and just negatively affecting his ability to participate in the system? Either way it goes, boo, the responsibility is to the district to assess and determine the best way forward with the parents' involvement. I mean, but when do the parents actually come to the table? I don't see any of that data reflected in this American dream, because it is some kind of American dream that we are stuck here in the quagmire without the ability to communicate effectively, is that we understand Sup, what is it? Surplanting. 
And as the schools were ordered to hold a reserve to send back to the district so that they could reallocate that money, they was dependent on that $200 million. Was $200 million. It was $200 million that they needed that they didn't have documented evidence to demonstrate that they were providing all of the services to the children who were generating that money. But, you know, you got to understand when people plan for your demise, how that affects one mentally as the struggle is real. And these children don't understand what happened to them in the 12 years of public services that they were offered to reach their potential and become employed and understand that this is the offer of fate that I'm talking about. It's called a free and appropriate public education as we tax everyone for these public services and the outcomes and the maintenance and the true discussion of who ain't making it and who might need a little additional support over there. Well, it's a reality. And I'm confused as to why this is not the discussion in 2021 when we all witnessed the insurrection at the Capitol. And then what more? There was more that happened. I mean, this recognition of Juneteenth, 155 years or 56 years or whatever, passed the Emancipation Proclamation. But when we look at Brown versus the Board of Education, what happened? And what happened to the data that would have demonstrated that your child even had basic access? I don't understand how all this failure just continues to happen. And then elected officials would come to talk to the people about what? Not about the failure, no. About the possibilities. Well, guess what? There's no possibilities without examining the failure in the federal education system. I just got to tell you, boo, this is not free money. And that's why they're talking about learning laws. But if we can't have a discussion in regards to what the learning loss is and understand how our children are not having the same access as all other children and then understand that even if they transitioned them to the harbor, did they do it through a manifestation hearing? Because I don't believe that they did. Because they're calling this word habitual delinquent as if it is a real true understanding of what education should look like or would look like or whatever. So until you get a clue, boo, you better step up in 2021 because without you, we are not going to make it. Each one, teach one, reach one. That is where we are. And I can only teach you what I know so far. But if you don't understand the concept of freedom has never been free and we have fought for everything that we have ever received. And then they found ways to eliminate our ability to participate in the same process as they are, as we all pay for the public education system. But when we cannot measure the maintenance of effort for any subgroup within the districts, within the district's purview, whatever they have the ability to access, we cannot measure the maintenance of effort. And our children are being placed in situations where there's no educational content standards being measured and that is the problem that's where the fraud is because title one says that you have to provide services to the youngest and the neediest and demonstrate that maintenance of effort what you're doing so if we looked at the youngest and the neediest compared to the gifted and gate well what's happening for those children 
as their special <coughs> excuse me special services that are provided to those children and not like the other children and you know the law is is that a district cannot create a different educational system a different educational option that is not like the offer of faith for all children for free well e purpose you know out of many there's one but out of one there's none so who are you going to be in 2021 please like subscribe and share and follow me i'm on youtube too Darlene Anderson, 1958, y'all. Step up. We all have to understand who we are in 2021 because the journey that we've been on, we're all prepared for this fight. If we stand in unity, we have to stand and come correct, come together. So, e purpose unum. I mean, there's one, but out of one, there's none. So, who will you be in 2021? I understand there's a meeting today, but I don't understand as there's been no public presentation as the evidence that I was able to come up with demonstrated that African American children who are in poverty and who are below basic do not have the same opportunities as the children who are above proficient assigned to a gate program and their parents have some money or you know they do what they need to do I just need to understand how to measure the effort of the offer of FAPE that CCS is, CCSD is providing to all children. And then we can have a basic conversation. But without data, we can't even conversate. So like, subscribe, and share. This is Darlene Anderson signing out of the Parent Empowerment. So good morning. Moving on into the middle of the year of July. And we have to understand about July. Boy, it's coming out with a whole lot of lies. As in CCSD, they're going to invite the African American community to come out and talk about what? Because they're not bringing any data. And as long as they don't bring any data to the community, then the people have no idea what they're doing. And that's why it's critical that we understand when we're coming to the table, it's just not free money. They're working to break up the district. They're working to destroy the historic West Side schools simply because they're not doing, they're not providing the services to the children where the children are failing. That's how come we can't even have a conversation in America without understanding just where we are when it comes to the outcomes in public services. And believe you me, I have not seen the outcomes for the African-American community and they are not talking about what's happening to our people. And therefore, we should not have anything to say until we understand exactly where they are so we can see what the hell they're doing. Because in America, failure is just not an option. Please like, subscribe, and share. Because if we don't change this shit very soon, we ain't changing nothing nowhere. Mm-hmm.